Hi, I'm Alan Altman. And I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Billy Joel A to Z. I am David Juskow. I am here with Alan Altman. And today we are talking about the D's wrap up. I mean, we're talking about the songs of Billy Joel that begin with the letter D, and there's technically one. So uh, I don't know when we decided, Elon and I, to do these wrap-ups. Maybe we didn't think it out completely, but the point of the wrap-ups, as Elon can tell you, is to talk to you, the listeners who are enjoying this podcast as much as we are, bringing it to you. Isn't that correct, Elon? Yeah, look, we, we were aware that this would be an issue. You, you know, you wanted to do a wrap up every single letter. We know there's some letters where I don't even think he's written a song. So we'll probably just rehash a previous letter in those situations. <laughs> we'll be like, well, back to the C's. But there are two songs here in the D's. It's not just one. We have December song, of course, right? Yes, but technically, there's just one. Well, I, there's I know a- we reviewed it, but, you know, technically. Well, what we should do, though, is rank. We should rank. We always rank in the wrap-ups. Let's let's rank the D songs. Agreed 100%. Yes. You, you want to go first? I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay. What is your number one D song, Elon? My number one D song is Don't Go Changing. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, where's that in the lineup? We forgot to do an episode on Don't Go Changing. How stupid. Wouldn't that be funny if we... Did that like you're such a stickler about Downeaster Alexa, which people are furious about still furious. But we ended up we're such the worst Billy Joel people that we added in the song. Don't go changing because I thought that's what the name of the song was. I mean, I know it's not the name of the song, but I doesn't everybody get it mixed up or is it just me? It's not just you. And also Bruno Mars came out with that other song called Just the Way You Are, which is now more popular amongst the young people. So really, Billy Joel should change just the way you are to don't go changing. So that way people know which one we're talking about. Right. Let's talk about, well, okay. So what is your ranking? <laughs> <laughs> so my number one D song is don't ask me why. And way at the bottom is December song. Oh my God. That is so weird. We, this is the first time we have the exact order, the exact what, order. What are the odds? That's amazing. Of all the songs, somehow we've ranked them exactly the same. Wasn't even a question. Don't ask me why is terrific. I think I just listened to the replay of our podcast on the way home from Jersey yesterday. Then I listened to the song multiple times on the way home because uh, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it truly is one of his classics. And we're lucky we got to get to it in the D's because a lot of his other good songs are way in the bottom of the list that we're not going to get to for months. And then, of so, course, what did I play after that? After Don't Ask Me Why? Oh, I know, because it's you. you. You played Don't Talk to Strangers by Rick Springfield. I was already nodding my head. I knew you knew what I was thinking. <laughs> Why don't you tell me someone is loving you? Cause you're my girl. Some say it's no longer true. I do, I'm still fascinated that those songs came out like a year apart. I don't know why they're intertwined. Now, that's a guest we should get on our podcast. It doesn't seem like it would be difficult to get Rick Springfield on the, <laughs> the podcast. And we know we have fans in Australia, so our Australian uh, listeners should really just start writing to Rick Springfield. Or, like I said to you, Dave, off the air, we should also try to get one of the men at work. <laughs> or well, uh, who else? Kylie Minogue. She's Australian, right? You, you just want to get Colin Hay, I believe his name is. And he's, he's actually <laughs> still performing and he's, he's actually really good. I can get to sleep. I 
think about the implication Day after day it reappears Night after night my heartbeat shows the fear Ghosts appear and fade away That's the weird part. It's no joke. That guy's still really talented. The guy well, you, don't, you don't lose talent, right? I don't, don't, strange, don't talk to strange. That's just so weird that that's in the song and they both speak French. Well, we already did all that already. It's just very odd, very odd connection. Well, why don't we add that to your rankings? Where does Don't Talk to Strangers fit in amongst these two other D songs? I'm going to say that Don't Talk to Strangers is after Don't Ask Me Why. Don't Ask Me Why is amazing. And Don't Talk to Strangers, for some reason, the reason why I like it, I don't know. But it's not a miracle. Like, Don't Ask Me Why. You know, it's just <laughs> a song that's in my head. It's got a catchy tune. It's actually a, technically a horrible <laughs> really in many ways it's just a, a dave juskow favorite and that's where that ends it's not even a question that don't ask me why would be number one well i haven't even listened to don't talk to strangers yet i should have listened to it in, in advance of this d wrap-up because then i could have given some input also on it's it. cool I, I think everybody's okay with that all right elon do you want to apologize to the audience for the fact that they're sitting here thinking that this episode was supposed to be down easter alexa do you want to apologize formally or are you sticking to your guns we've had multiple People on Instagram say, I'm with Elon. And then there are certainly multiple people on the other side saying, what the hell is going on? Well, I do appreciate that you said multiple people said they're with me because I think maybe it was one. Uh, although I think Julian Villard uh, at the end of that episode did say he, he understood where I was coming from. Look, I'm sorry to everybody uh, that you cannot hear the Down Easter Alexa yet, but uh, that's just the way it breaks, folks. That's just how it is. Billy Joel had a lot of disappointments in his career, and you guys have to have some disappointments in your Billy Joel A to Z listening career. <laughs> wow. That is really <laughs> sticking it to the man. It's fun. That's the only song in question. I don't think people have a, I mean, may, you know, like I said, we can make an argument for Billy the Kid, or the ballad of Billy, which is so, so funny that it's also ballad of Billy the Kid, right? So it's like it, there are two B's where you could to put it in. But Down Easter Alexa, no one calls it the Down Easter Alexa. I think that's the only one that's in question. You can make a case for all the other ones, but this one. But right, if you're going to go for it all, I guess that's the way to go. And be Julian's best argument was you don't call it Godfather, comma, the. There it is. Right. And we had this argument in person, actually, not with Julian, but but you and I were at a bar with a, a girl who um, I think maybe she listens to our podcast now. Maybe not. Who, who writes crossword puzzles. And so she's a stickler about language. And, and she thought it should have been Down Easter Alexa, comma, the. And I think that's insane. Right. That was that girl, Rebecca. She says she doesn't listen to podcasts, but if she did, ours would be the first one she'd listen to. <laughs> yeah, what is this? She's like OJ with that book. If I did it, here's how it happened. <laughs> well, the nerve of her anyway, commenting on anything we have to say if you're not going to listen. However, when somebody is... If they write crosswords for a living, I I think you give them a pass because they're obviously nutty. <laughs> There's no one who writes crosswords who I think is a sane person. Remember how mad she was at Will Shorts, the New York Times crossword puzzle guy? Yeah, there were some issues there. I don't think we can say it on the air. It's all jealousy. She Will his, Shorts his is shorts the greatest, short. He's the greatest crossword puzzle of all time. He's even been on The Simpsons. Well, I had a little help from this guy. 
because he's the man. It's the New York Times crossword puzzle, and everybody knows the New York Times crossword puzzle is the shit. There's no other way to put it. So anybody that does crosswords that's not the New York Times, they're going to hate that guy. Don't you think? Yeah, I think they're all just jealous. It's kind of like any piano player who isn't Billy Joel. Well, it's the way we hate those guys who do that podcast, the official Billy Joel podcast, because Billy Joel's on it. I'm kidding. I'm making that up. That would <laughs> that does not crazy. exist. <laughs> of course, we'd be angry at that. Our <laughs> listeners are already searching for it right now. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny, though? Because, of course, we'd hate those guys. We're like, those guys, that's not even a real podcast. They don't even they just give them fluff questions where we'd be like, Billy, why Cold Spring Harbor? <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, Cold Spring Harbor Coming up on the 50th anniversary, there's commentary that people think there should be a legacy edition and it should be released on vinyl with bonus tracks in 2021 sometime in October. But that is never going to happen. Not officially. Not officially, but luckily us, uh, one of our listeners, David Epstein, actually sent us an expanded version of Cold Spring Harbor that he put together, which is like a remastered version of the original 10 track album, plus all those demos. So that's pretty cool. We love when listeners send us uh, random stuff. So thank really? you, David Epstein. Did he put the demos that the, the ones we've been doing or because remember how some the demos are definitely made for Cold Spring Harbor, but then there's a couple that were made maybe for Piano Man or something like that. Strangely, he put motorcycle song on there. That was weird. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> do, you, do you remember that one? That's like one of his uh, River yeah, of no, Dreams I demos. Motor, I love yeah. motorcycle song. By the way, it keeps going through my head. The demo of Don't Ask Me Why, which is not like the others where the other demos I kind of maybe like a little more, certainly the Christy Lee or uh, something, the ones we have coming up. But the Don't Ask Me Why uh, initial keyboard is so kind of creepy and awkward and a sound I don't recognize from a keyboard. That sound keeps going through my head like I did on my podcast last week, the, the theme to Poltergeist, which goes through my head on a daily basis, which is creeping everybody out. So you're that saying one, it's not the not the lyrics of that early demo version where he didn't have the words. You're saying it's the actual sound of the piano. It's the first sound of the piano, and it sounds like it's completely out of tune. I'll play it here. And you hear how it's uh, it's just completely out of tune and awkward, like in a scary movie. Maybe he was watching The Addams Family when he thought about the song. That's what it sounds something like that. It's really it's weird. And that's what keeps going through my head. And I don't want that to go through my head anymore. Just like the poltergeist. La, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> that was creepy. I told you. So in the D's, we also had a couple of covers. We like to talk about the covers and the wrap up. They're not worthy of an episode, but there were a couple of covers that Billy Joel has done live. Uh, that are mentioned in some lists of his songs. One of them is Dance to the Music by Sly and the Family Stone. You How does that, that go? Dance to the music. Oh. That's it. They just say that like 40 times. You know what I was thinking of? I guess I had Madonna in my head all day, along with the Poltergeist theme. I was thinking, dance to the music. Oh, Vogue. That's what I was thinking it was. <laughs> I would love to hear a Billy Joel cover of Vogue. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> We'd love to hear him cover anything. We'd love to hear him do anything. I mean, really... Oh, right. I guess he's not performing in October, but he's not. I guess the first concert at MSG is in November. It's too bad that Cold Spring Harbor is in 2022 because that should be I'm doing a thing for the 50th anniversary of my first album. But he hates that album so much that would never happen. But he could charge like five times more. And just for the diehard fans in a small venue, oh, he, sure he would play can. it one night only. And that's it. Then he retires the songs forever. 
So the dance to the music is a, it's just a very energetic live performance. It's one of those songs where if you hear it, he's just using it to introduce the band. So there's like a long instrumental break and he's like, here's so-and-so on the sax and here's this guy on the this. I don't know their names. Where do you play it? <laughs> it was during, it's on the live album, the 2000 concert, the Millennium concert. Oh. Um, I'm not sure if he's played it more than once. I didn't check the live stats on that. So uh, and then the other cover is Don't Worry Baby by the Beach Boys. Oh, that's the Don't Worry Baby. I didn't know that was the Beach Boys. Yeah. So he played it at a Brian Wilson tribute concert. Well, that makes um, sense. Sometime in the early mid 2000s, it looked like he was talking about how Alexa Ray, who was, I think, 15 at the time. So that would be so maybe that was around 2000 or so. And it was like her favorite song because it was in uh, some Drew Barrymore movie. So then he sang it and it was a really cool rendition, actually. It sounded like it belonged on an innocent man. You know, because it's like an early 60s song. It kind of fits that time period, had the backing vocals and all that. It was pretty cool. At the end of the song, he tries to go falsetto, though, and he kind of like just barely gets through it without his voice cracking. Oh, he used to be able to hit those perfectly. Time has passed. During An Innocent Man. During that album, we talk about that often. Yeah, and then he started smoking 12 packs a day in the end. He didn't start. Been doing it all along. It's amazing he can sing it all. Well, how great was Julian Villard? I mean, I like that song, and that song, they don't, don't make me play Piano Man, was really good. And that song's really, been in my head like since that since we recorded that episode. It's it's constantly in my head now. His speaking voice is so deep and low. It's amazing he can sing it all. You know, it's so deep. His microphone was so amazing, <laughs> flawless. Yeah, I turned up the bass. It was really uh, it was really moving me. But he was interesting. Like I said, the way he was uh, telling us that Billy Joel likes to play all those rock songs, especially that. Alexa, Joel, like she, you know, he put together this unbelievable, flawless band for her and she just kept showing up late. Yeah, I know. Man. That's such a funny story. And so, you know, when we, we cut together like a one minute clip of an episode for the Instagram, uh, if you guys aren't following Billy Joel A to Z on Instagram. And so I, I we put that story up there on the Instagram, but we cut out that mention that Alexa Joel is always, Alexa Ray Joel is always late because just in case she wants to check out our Instagram to see if she wants to be a guest one day. I don't want to have anything that besmirches her on there. I know, but still, boy, Bill, you know, her father puts together this whole thing. She shows up late. Then Billy does comes over, does the sound check for her. I mean, everything's done for her. And then she just walks in like the princess she is because that's what you deserve, I guess, when you're Billy Joel's kid. But it's just funny that he's doing all this stuff for her and she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. It's fine. Uh, all right, fellas, let's get to it. One, two, three. You know, <laughs> just walking in with a, with a call, with an iced coffee. Yeah, it's like um, so last weekend I was upstate with my wife and we go fishing. We both like to fish, but I do all the technical stuff. I'm getting the rods and reels ready and all that. I'm pulling the fish off if she catches. She just gets to do the fun stuff. 
she gets to catch the fish and I'm, I'm her, her roadie basically. And that's kind of like what Billy Joel is. He's doing all the backing stuff. And then Alexa Ray comes in to just sing. Isn't that amazing? But he puts together like the greatest band as Julian said, cause he would know this, you know, perfect studio or whatever, all these amazing musicians. Because he wanted to play with them. It was like an excuse to go and, and play some cool Zeppelin tunes. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it all comes down right to. out there in the Hamptons where they were practicing. So we've teased this in the past uh, in some past episodes, but it is official right now. We are going to have a live Zoom extravaganza of Billy Joel A to Z on August 18th. We have a date. Yeah, we have a date. We're not exactly sure what we're going to do yet, but the plan is, as I said, you know, a little Billy Joel watch party. I think that's what we would call it, right? So we show some videos and play some music and have some comedians, maybe, maybe Danny Vermont. And maybe, you know, if we can get Julian to play because it's live, sometimes it's hard to get people later in the day since they, you know, are performing. But that's our plan. And we'll keep you posted on how to link in to the show and uh, we'll all have a good time together. Don't you think? Yeah, it's going to be really fun. We'll get to, to see see you guys because it's a Zoom, so we could all see each other. That's fun. Uh, we'll, we'll watch some Billy's music videos, talk about them, laugh about them. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to have hopefully live music, either original songs or playing Billy Joel songs. I thought a good idea would be maybe if we do get a musician on the show, they could play one of those songs that we've talked about that Billy Joel has never played live. So you guys could hear a live version of a song that is rarely played live. What's an example of that? Well, Code of Silence comes to mind, but I don't know that we want to hear that. Song. Nobody wants to hear that, Elon. Come on. We had a few. No, no, but that's what I was going to say. By the time the show comes out, we'll have gone through the ease already, I believe. So we should be, you know, we'll have some additional songs to talk about as well. Like Easy Money, which we're very excited about because our guest after the ease will be this legendary comic named Dennis Blair, who wrote the movie Easy Money. Yeah, that That's is exciting. so exciting. It's I mean, yeah. we should wait till we talk about it in the ease, but you guys got to look forward to that. The movie that inspired the song that inspired the whole An Innocent Man album. And this guy wrote the movie. That's there it cool. is. Right. So that's great. Uh, you know, he'd probably come on and uh, maybe play some songs. He's uh, you know, he plays a guitar in his act and he writes. So he's a country singer now. Well, we'll talk more about that uh, when we interview him. But uh, that's exciting. Dennis Blair. And then uh, after that, I believe we will have Alex Sulkin from family guy who was a huge billy joel fan he is the executive in charge of family guy and wrote the movie ted and ted 2 and Eight Thousand ways to die in the west whatever that's called he will be coming on and then I, what was the other people we have on the uh this oh so this, com- this comedian and yeah. her mom she said that her mom used to be a roadie for billy joel he had female roadies i guess so she's got like really cool stories well she says they're cool the daughter says we don't know, you know, girls exaggerate stuff like that. Sometimes. Well, that's why we're bringing the daughter on, too. It sounds hilarious to have them both on. So that should be fun, too. It'll be funny when they're on. If like all of a sudden her mom's like, I never even met Billy Joel. What is this? <laughs> and then we're just admonishing the daughter for lying about that. Oh, I would pray for that. I love that kind of awkward. Imagine it was really Bruce Springsteen. And then you're like, no, I hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody hates Bruce Springsteen. I just don't care for his music. And that's the other thing that keeps going through my head. When Julian pointed out that the guy has never worked a day in his life. I mean, that is hilarious. I never thought about that before. And when somebody gives me flack for not appreciating Bruce Springsteen's music, I'm going to bring that up. Yeah. Where's the video of him working in the coal mine? Yeah. Does not exist. Yeah. Where's the naked guys in the coal mine? 
<laughs> Billy Joel's got that Allentown video. You know, it's so funny when Julian was playing just those little chords of Allentown. I'm like, boy, that's a really co- fun rendition. The way he was just playing it, it kind of a more somber way. Uh, maybe we could get him to play that if he's around. I, 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 I completely agree. When he played just that little bit of it, I was like, wow, that really sounds so cool. And, and yes, yeah, somber is a great word for it because it, yeah, it was felt a very haunting. Very yeah, different. haunting. Different feel to it. And I like, maybe he'll, and he says that's his favorite song to play. So let's have him do it. Maybe, you know, if we can get lucky enough to have him do it August 18th, that'll be great. Yeah. Or who knows? Maybe he'll even pre record it for us and we can just play it. Sounds good case. to me. So yeah, look forward to that, guys. Check out on, uh, we'll be posting on Instagram about it, how you can guys can uh, log into our Zoom show, Extravaganza, August 18th. Circle that on your calendar. And let's just say, it's great hearing everybody's feedback in the Instagrams. It makes me so happy. You know, we love recording the podcast, but there's also a lot of work to be done. The editing takes some time just to make sure that it sounds good and, you know, put in a little nonsense clips and all that kind of stuff so it's really wonderful to hear everybody saying they're enjoying the show and sometimes you know that's why the julian thing was kind of important a lot of times we we like to joke around so it's great when we have somebody like julian and he's a little more serious and a little bit more serious about the music and you know actual music commentary and it's important to have guests like that sometimes because we obviously do take it serious but you know, we also like to make fun as well because some of the songs aren't the quality of the other ones, especially the unreleased stuff or whatever. But, you know, the not every song can be a don't ask me why. So then what else are we going to do? You know, we got to make fun because that's what we do. Right. We're two comedians who love Billy Joel. Our job is to mix the fun and the song commentary. And I, we have had a couple comments. People want to hear more stuff about the song sometimes, but we like those diversions we take. We like going off on these weird tangents about something strange like Don Kirshner or whatever. That's, well, that's what makes on, it fun. It depends on the song. You know, I don't think we would do that for, you know, a, a classic like it's still rock and roll to me or, or scenes from Italian restaurant. I, I don't know. I mean, when when you have a lesser song, then it's very easy to stray. Right. But we do try to strike the right balance. And, and the comments from you guys have been uh, fantastic. Uh, a lot so of you guys great. really like the Don't Ask Me Why uh, episode. We're really glad about that because that's uh, one of our favorite songs. And we're, we're glad that we got such great comments about that episode. Uh, yeah, like, And I think the reason is, is because, you know, like we said, we finally had a hit. I mean, we went through a lot of crap in the seas <laughs> besides Captain Jack. Everything was subpar. Really, everything was subpar. So finally getting to Don't Ask Me Why, I think maybe the listeners are just like, all right, find me a hit. This better be good. You know, I think we, if it wasn't good, it might've been a disaster for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we had great comments like, uh, Gira Sola Sola Gira, who comments frequently, uh, said, this is my favorite episode so far. You were so funny. I'm so glad. That's a cool comment. We had a few people love the episode, had a problem just like you, Dave, with my uh, parody that episode, Jurassic Park. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got so many comments from that from my Patreon subscribers just because I uh, put out the Billy Joel podcast early for my Patreon subscribers at uh, Dave Juskow. And they were angry. And I don't even know whether they listen the way most of our listeners do. You know, they listen to my podcast and I put out the thing early. So I guess they're just listening. But they, boy. I got like three comments. They were very angry about it. I stand by it. I still I think it was a good one. And I think just because it wasn't the most obvious title doesn't mean that it wasn't a fun song. It's a movie people like. And I liked uh, doing a little ditty about it. 
But yeah, we had some comments. Matt the Great 546 said, great episode, but he did not like Jurassic Park. <laughs> Even our uh, good friend Gaston Spidey, who always uh, posts about our episodes every single time, which we totally appreciate, said that <laughs> Jurassic Park was his least favorite parody. But he did add, you're still funny, though. Uh, so thanks for adding that, Gaston Spidey. I will not kill myself now. Because well, you mentioned that I was still funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the it's kind of fun when they're not all gems. <laughs> you almost want something where people are going to be like, what the hell was what was that with Jurassic Park? It was awful. <laughs> well, I think the ones so we've we've already recorded some of our E episodes and I'll let you guys know. I, Dave, I think you'll agree. We have some good parodies coming up in the E's. People uh, will, will be enjoying, I think. I, I can't remember, but I don't remember disliking. <laughs> Just go with it, man. Just say they're good. <laughs> I don't remember disliking anything. Yeah, that's good. I didn't get too many of the, the crickets sound effects afterwards. I hope. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, they're always there. <laughs> I think it's when, so it depends on when it's, when I hear it, if the title, sometimes you say the title and the crickets come, and then sometimes you worm your way out of it by the parody being really good, but the title's so ridiculous and then it's and then the other the other way is you know the Jurassic Park one where you get the crickets because it's god awful. <laughs> <laughs> and again, you didn't put in the word Dilophosaurus, so I'm still angry about that. Stupid syllables. Some other comments we got. Jesse Smith's camp official said about uh, "Don't Ask Me Why." This has to be one of my favorite songs. The whole vibe and that bridge. We agree. We talk about the bridge. It's a great bridge in that song. Very interesting. How's that go again? You could say the oh, human heart is always make believe. Right, right, right. Yeah, that is a good one. And remember, it was fun listening to the demo where he doesn't have it yet. Yeah, I love those demos where he just trails off and like doesn't it's know what's so going to happen. It's so cool. Those demos are so cool. I mean, if you're a fan, isn't it? Watching the song process, the writing process, really fascinating. Right. Just seeing the finished product is nice, but to know where something came from is really amazing. It's nice that we have little bits of that. I wish there was more of it. I'm sure he has it in his archives and just doesn't care to put it out. Yeah, I do too. Oh, and then we got one amazing comment. This is about a sea song, but this past week on our post on Instagram about Christy Lee, we got a crying, laughing emoji from the Christy Brinkley. Wow. The real deal. She commented with a crying, laughing face and liked our post about Christy Lee. Which means that uh, we're this close to getting her as a guest on this show. It was very exciting. You see, Elon sent me a text and I, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Why would she do this? But uh, yay. I didn't want to get too excited because uh, the fact that we have contact with her is it's just ridiculous. And she's so hot still. And I can't handle it. Give it about a month. She'll be inviting us out to her Hamptons house. Yes, that happens to me often. But we probably could contact her, although... You know, I mean, right, right. I mean, if we're having a mother who used to be a roadie for Billy Joe, we might as well bring Chris. Because I'm, I'm like, well, what are we going to talk to her about? But, you know, who cares? Vacation? <laughs> well, are you going to go for it? Well, folks, that was our D song wrap up. Uh, we look forward to the ease. We have a lot of good stuff in the ease. We have uh, Easy Money coming up first. The song that kicks off An Innocent Man. And, of course, we're going to talk about the movie with Rodney Dangerfield, which is very exciting. Then we have Elvis Presley Boulevard, a B-side to Allentown. (laughs) Kind of boring, but uh, it's worth talking about. Then, very exciting, we have our first song off The Stranger, Everybody Has a Dream. And after that, the first song off Cold Spring Harbor and the first one that Dave has ever heard somehow. Besides, uh, She's Got Away, of course. 
Right. Everybody loves you now. Never heard it before. Haven't heard it since. No, I'm <laughs> I've, ne- I've never heard it before. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I love doing it this way and not knowing what to expect. Right. It's exciting. It's great. And uh, you guys should so definitely check out those uh, those E songs. And then, of course, we have, like we mentioned, our E interview with the writer of Easy Money, Dennis Blair. Until next time, I'm Alon Altman. I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Yeah.